Cowboy shit has gotten thirsty after that dynamite closer, man. Woo! <laughs> well, congratulations um, to the Dark Order for uh, pulling out a big W in the main event. Uh, obviously, had a lot of people cracking up. Pretty funny stuff. Um, and man, the, the Dark Order was prominent in tonight's show. So uh, it's good to see the dark the, them get the last laugh after ten just got absolutely mauled by John Moxley in his match. And we'll get into that one for sure. SPD, as always, a jam-packed episode of Dynamite. Um, just felt like it's just a rapid pace. Um, and we, I want to get started with you right away because there is a certain match in tonight's show that I just cannot wait to talk about. Um, but anytime CM Punk is on screen, it always feels like it's a very special uh, event. So let's get into that one first. The show started off with, a like you talked about, a nice challenge for Punk going against a competitor like Bobby Fish. Kind of gave me vibes of the, the Daniel Garcia bout. Um, okay. All right. Because Fish, Fish is such a technically sound guy. Um, right. The commentator team talked a lot about it. It feels like everything he does is very purposeful not a lot of wasted motion with Bobby Fish, um, and it was. I was actually pretty shocked to hear the crowd getting a, some split Bobby mm-hmm. Fish CM Punk chants going. Um, watching Bobby Fish and getting him to have this kind of showcase going against one of the best in on the planet. Um, what were your thoughts coming right. away from this one, man? I absolutely loved this opener of Dynamite. I mean, Dynamite felt like a – it feels like we're on the road to fear because this these cards have been just absolute fire. This this gave us everything we wanted tonight on the show. Um, this match did, delivered on every element for me. Um, I love the the body part working, the methodical work of both You guys. do like that. You do, do like that. I know that and you get into that a in a nice match. Purpose. It makes sense. Right. The heel dry, you know, the heel going for something and both guys selling it like no other. Um, I Like you said, to piggyback, I wasn't shocked by the let's go Bobby CM Punk chance. And, and that just goes to show how smart I think AW fans are because we appreciate good wrestling. Whether you're a good guy or a bad guy, we appreciate good wrestling. And we're seeing that out of other wrestlers on the on the, you know, Miro, you know, he's a heel, but he's getting cheered. Malachi Black is a heel, but he's getting cheered. You know, all these people, because we we appreciate that. And this was one of those matches, like, 
Bobby Fish has entered AEW and he's he came in like a storm, you know, in a storm because he's gone to toe to toe with so many different people. Yeah, and I think his addition is very welcomed, and I think it's going to be fun to watch him, you know, blossom in AEW on a stage that you know I'm not used to him seeing him. You know, I, I don't fo- I haven't followed him, but I'm quickly becoming a huge fan. I'm glad to hear that you're a fan. I mean, I've I, I've seen. Um, a lot of his work with the Undisputed Era, and mm-hmm. I'll be honest, he, he never was the guy um, in that group. And, and, and you could tell, you can understand why. When you're paired with Adam Cole, it's hard to shine. He, Adam Cole always tends to steal the spotlight, right? And and uh, in Undisputed oh, sure, Era, that was, that was Adam Cole's group for quite some time. He and, and ended up imploding because of his ego. We didn't really get a chance to see what what Bobby Fish could do in a one-on-one environment very often. He was oftentimes tagging with Kyle O'Reilly. And again, Kyle O'Reilly, a guy who is as good of an in-ring competitor as you're going to find in pro wrestling. So it is nice for me as a guy, even as a guy who has seen a lot of uh, Bobby Fish's work, to get him to break away from – this group setting or tag matches and all this stuff and just get one-on-one matches and just let this guy go and let this guy get in his work. And I'm with you. I mean, I'm actually quite impressed by one of the things we talk about a lot is pacing of a match. Um, Love it. Bobby, Bobby Fish's pacing tends to be really smart. His matches tend to be very, like you talked about methodical works on the body parts, makes his his movements make sense not a lot mm-hmm. of wasted motion in a match um and I'll say this though going against punk having punk get another big W Brian sure. talks about it in the chat aw is definitely leaning into CM Punk being undefeated and I mean now five and0 first W on Dynamite um yeah every match Every time we get to see Punk get into the ring, you're seeing different, uh, very different styles. He's getting challenged in very different ways. Um, he's been able to put away big guys like Hobbs, been able to put away technicians like Daniel Garcia, veterans like mm-hmm. Bobby Fish now, um, and charismatic superstars like Darby Allen. I mean, at this point, it's being cemented that Punk is back. And for good reason. I'll give you a choo. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on the choo choo, yeah. baby. Until okay, it, until, yeah, you until, just... because Darby is put the ultimate scumbag in his place, and I'm gonna be more than happy to talk about that later on. But it is nice to see CM Punk not just and here's the thing, SPD. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. But when they brought Punk in. It felt like one of those where he could have been a guy who wrestled once every couple months and been a big deal or a big draw. But instead of that, they're really allowing him to be featured on the show, whether it's in commentary or in the ring. And I really like that. I I like that he feels like a regular on the show. He feels like a staple, right? Look in my eyes. (laughs) It's dynamite. It, it, the same I, things, I agree. The, and I think the same he, thing's happening with he's a, Brian Danielson. Yeah. And, and I almost like I'm shocked at that the way this roster is so overcrowded in a good way, how much we're getting these 
two new superstars. Granted, they are superstars and deserve to be featured. Uh, I'm shocked at how often we are seeing them. You know, I'm happy for it and, of course, welcoming. But how many times have we seen a debut and almost, you know, we haven't seen for weeks? You know, when Andrade came and made that big input impact, we didn't see him for, you know, it took a while for him to get in the ring. It took him for a while to, you know, get at least even like another promo or something. So, yeah, uh, they, these they're going all in. And I and I really like it. Uh, before we go into the next segment, I'm curious, just off the first person that comes to mind, who do you want to see CM Punk face next? Oh, man. Um, well, I feel like I'm on a fast five right now. I know you um, are. You want SPD's fast five. Yeah, I, I mean... I feel like you can't have him go against somebody who could derail him because the first name with the way John Moxley is wrestling right now, I would, I mean, to to, uh, Moxley is scary good right now. Um, But putting me in a, in a situation where I could see him being potentially believe like can still considering uh, a big W um, I'd like him to go against one of the AEW like mainstays. I'd like to see him get in the ring with jungle boy Okay. Um, I'd like him to see him get in the ring with potentially, um, again, I'm talking about mainstays. He went through Darby. Maybe he goes through the pillars of AEW. I think that would be yeah. fascinating and, and ultimately culminating against MJF. That would be awesome. I mean, we've, I mean, we've said it. MJF is the ultimate payoff. I would love to see him, which we're going to talk about that scumbag, uh, next, which he's probably watching our show, even though he did block us on Twitter <laughs> with all our positivity for those. Yeah. Uh, Tag him on all. Tag Dynamite Donald on all his post fans. Like, just, just all. Just us. go just, into his comments and just tag our account. Yeah. Just, just to troll him. What is link after link? But who God. I'd want to see it be Ricky Starks. Oh, great pick, great Ricky pick. Starks. Yeah. All right, so MJF in action. Uh, <clears throat> Ooh, not like much of an action. One. Barely like even broke a sweat too. in this one. Um, so we saw him, which was a little surprised. That see, keep his his streak, his winning streak going for sure. Made quick waste to his opponent. And, you know, obviously we're not talking about the match. We're talking about what happened after the match and even after MJF's promo when he, he ran away from uh, a surprise Re- return. Sorry, I had to uh, – I'm allergic. <laughs> You're I'm allergic, allergic to, to MJF. Uh, I am allergic to MJF, man. He just has that uh, – <laughs> God bless you me. with allergies against that scumbag. That's awesome, man. Good Total for you. scumbag. And I <laughs> this promo was every time it just gets better and better with him. It's it's so so good. It's, it's getting it worse so and worse too, though. I mean, it is. I, I know I might be tainted because of he he genuinely is. Uh, he he's genuinely one of those guys who just is so he's mean. He's just a mean dude, man. I mean, I don't. In an era where it's popular to cheer the bad guys, right? I mean, right. like uh, we talk, we're going to talk more about this later on in the Cody and Malachi segment. And sure, you know, a lot of times the crowd nowadays, we live in very cynical times, and the bad guys are good guys nowadays. MJF is, you got to give him credit because he's legitimately, I don't know anyone who could cheer this guy. I mean, just a complete jerk. He's <laughs> just awful. Did you catch this sign in there? MJF loves Nickelback. I love man. <laughs> you would. If the only way sign, that, the only way that would be better is if someone next to him said and Creed too, and then you would have been you would have been laughing your butt off. That would have been great. I know. Well, we made a sign for him at um, All Out. MJF, what's the bet? So I think they need to start doing some more. But 
And he's got to be honestly laughing and just like smiling when he goes home because the, the work that he's been doing, but another fire promo as well. And, you know, calling out every, you know, getting the cheap from the crowd, um, but ultimately calling out Darby. And I loved the fake sting return. I love that. And then obviously the real return was even better, man. And we got the challenge set for Darby Allen and MJF at full gear. And, you know, I can't wait. MJF. Oh. Pulled. Uh, we saw another one. Yet. You know, obviously it was more of not necessarily a stage vignette, but a little bit. And then we saw his debut. It was a perfect re-emergence by Darby in, in that disguise. Loved uh, it. Absolutely loved this this moment here on Dynamite. And this just continued throughout the show. Just everything was like a, a hit, a hit, hit, hit. There was no misses of the show, in my opinion. And this one was one of the big hits for sure. A fired up Darby Bill of Buddies. You know, with a thumbtack skateboard, you could see those oh, thumbtacks in Wardlow's back afterwards. Um, absolutely brutal, man. And now, what better time than now to give us that choo-choo for the Darby Express, bro? How you feeling now that he's back? Brother, I'm telling you right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an epic Darby Express. Uh, choo-choo! Baby, I, I, I don't want to show my bias too bad. But there's not a match in recent AEW history that I want the outcome to go one way as much as this one. I want Darby Allen to just send MJF packing so badly. I'm I, I am gonna be I will have my little MJF um voodoo doll. I'll be putting little thumbtacks in it. Uh yeah, there in, you in go. honor of Darby. Um Do it. I want I as the as the conductor of the Darby Express, you couldn't pick a better match for me. I definitely, definitely, Agreed. definitely want Darby to send MJF home packing. And and I feel like this is a great matchup in that MJF is, his point is not to beat Darby physically. His point has been to try to beat Darby yeah. mentally. And so it wouldn't hurt if MJF lost this match physically and uh, <laughs> and I like that. And if Darby, for for and think about it, I know you've been reluctant to get on the Darby Express. How big of a win would this feel like for M for Darby Allen to beat a guy like MJF, a guy who prides himself on being, you know, Mister, you know, undefeated, Mister, you know, a guy who yeah. just absolutely handpicks his opponents sometimes to pad the stats. Yeah, right, but, I know. But, I mean, it, it feels like this would be something that would help catapult Darby back into that that stratosphere that we know he's capable of putting down MJF. And I think it would be believable, too, with all the things that are going on in this story, man. You, the, the accountability bill of buddies, um, that has some drama going around it. You can tell sure. Sean, Spe Sean Spears is, is eating up everything MJF has to say. He's all in totally. I love it. He's kind of like underappreciated comedy with Sean Spears at times. Right. I really like the way he like low, like kind of low key slow plays it. But Wardlow, you can tell is kind of not vibing with him as much of late. And it's not just last yeah. week. It was in the ring this week too. He's not cracking up at MJF's digs at the Boston crowd. Just kind right. of standing there stoically, and I think that it start his MJF shtick is wearing thin, not just for your guys here at Dynamite Download, but right. for the War Dog. Um, I am praying that this not only leads to Darby Allen beating MJF at Full Gear, 
but that this also rips off the Band-Aid. Let's break the chain. Break the chain, baby. Let the war dog loose. And That's let's tear, tear up MJF. I want to see him just rip him apart. If those chains are broken, man, everyone is in danger. A, a, a mad, angry, seeking revenge. Warlow is a scary one and definitely do not want to cross paths with that. Call but I could totally see this. Months. I mean, we've been wanting this for, for months and months and months and months. I think we can, now that the accountability buddies are kind of, you know, you know, at MJF's hips, I think we could see more attacks and maybe officially, you know, Spears takes a swing and hits Wardlow. And so he kind of will like shrug it off and just like give him the stare down. And it's, it's like another button pushed, even though MJF's been pushing like all the buttons. So we see that. But all right, here you go. If Darby Allen beats MJF, I'll get my ticket for Darby Express, bro. I call, I'll get a first bro. class ticket. I like it. I'm going to save room for you up front and i'll let you join maybe i'll let you take over the controls for a little bit all right maybe Woo! i'll let you yeah maybe i'll I let can, you get a little you can do a little choo-choo i'll maybe let you do that okay all right you'll let me honk the horn <laughs> yeah man what a guy what a guy well a guy that you and i have been on board with from day one and, and again i know i'm the conductor of the derby express but i've said it and i know it was controversial at the time um, but I really do believe that all ego Ethan Page is going to go down as one of the biggest signings AEW's had in this calendar year. And I know they've got a lot of big names yeah. that have joined this roster. Um, but I, I believe that this dude checks every single box that you can ask for when you look for a prototype right. superstar in the landscape of professional wrestling. And this matchup against Sammy Guevara absolutely delivered, man. Um, you know, we've we've seen Sammy now break out of his shell a little bit, get a little bit yeah. more comfortable on the shtick um, after last week's segment against all American top team. Um, and I think that's not a coincidence because all ego Ethan page, you could tell that dude is just so comfortable on the mic. Mm -hmm. It allows Sammy to kind of take some risks knowing that a segment's going to get carried. And I felt like the mad compliments off of each other. Um, one of the things I noticed in this matchup is, you know, Sammy has that, that fiery attitude. He's go nonstop. I mean, he was after all, he was after Ethan page before the bell even rang folks. Loved that um, part. It, but Ethan page is such an underrated strong guy. If he kind of yeah. has that Cesaro vibe where, you know, pound for pound, one of the strongest guys on the roster just kind of has that without being overly like, sure. you know, the prototypical powerhouse Hobbs type. Right. Ethan Page is just a great base for a guy like Sammy to work around. And I thought mm -hmm. that this match absolutely was, what you know, earlier in the night, but one of the ones that stole the show absolutely delivered for me. It was, to me, I think this was my match of the night. Um, I love the way it started. I love the chemistry these guys have together. It was, you know, this pairing is amazing. And I can't wait till we see a, a side battle in that five-on-five -five with guys uh so i really really enjoyed this this pairing high energy fast pace tons of big spots um i also liked how they tied in dark into the storyline i hope they start doing that more and more often to make dark more must see um you know we saw a lot of if you did watch dark we saw a lot of things play out you know yesterday um and this was another one where they you know scorpio the men of the year buddied up Sam guevara but sammy is 
the guy is is just fearless. He's incredible in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's fun to watch. He can get the crowd going. Uh, and man, wow, some of the moves he could do are literally are incredible. They 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 leave you saying, "Holy, you know, giving those chance for a reason." That's right, brother. And it's fun. It, this this title run, this TNT title run for Sammy is going to be, you know, he's going to have some show stealing matches. And this this was definitely a argument for match of the night, in my opinion. Uh, my match of the night. I know we had a very stacked card, and every match MJF matching, you know, to the side was <laughs> attaining, you know, high quality match. Um, you know, we saw that the ground and pound and methodical stuff with the CM Punk, Bobby Fish. We saw this one high energy, fast pace. We saw a very physical one, which we'll talk about next with the women's match. Uh, we saw an absolute, you know, bloody beat down. And then we saw comedic stuff. We saw so many different levels of matches tonight. And this one overall, I think left me, you know, thinking about the most. Uh, I really liked it a lot. Your match of the night. Yeah. I love I'll, it. I'll confidently say it. My match of the night. That's fantastic. And I know. And what after the match was even better. The, the crowd is so hot for the inner circle, man. I said it a few <laughs> weeks ago. Like the pairing against American top team and the man of the year, they, they just must be the perfect heels because mm. to me, I think the crowd is more hot now for inner circle than they were when they first turned on MJF and, and Wardlow and in the pinnacle. Um, <laughs> the inner circle chance. They're going to be getting a Minneapolis street fight. I mean, the inner circle is the crew for awesome team battles. I mean, you the stadium stampedes, uh, and now we're seeing a, a <laughs> pumpkin-headed dipshit. We're going to see – I hope we see Chris Jericho really uh, put Dan Lambert in his place in this street fight. I think he, he'll get involved, and then Jericho maybe will put him through a table or put him, I you like know, that. Hit him with something. Yeah, um, so we'll get a lot Floyd. of great stuff out of this. Let's not Floyd, maybe take him out at the knees. I like it. Um, man, I, I agree with you too. I mean, um, being plugged in on social media now that I'm blocked by uh MJF, I have a little bit more time to look at other <laughs> accounts. And Fightful, you know, one of the, the bigger accounts on, on social for pro wrestling coverage, was talking about how Jericho needs to drop his jokes and that they're, you know, what? They're, they're, Fightful is notoriously like they're just anti Chris Jericho. And I felt like that was one of the most out of touch tweets that I saw tonight because like Jericho got the crowd chanting, beat, beat your meat. Um, <laughs> I mean, that like I was cracking up hearing that. And I don't know if it's like, I just think that's hilarious. And, that's great, man. That guy is I mean, unbelievable. I mean, if you could get the crowd getting a beat your meat chant going, that's pretty damn funny. Um, you can get I, anything over. He's gotten so many different things over. Exactly. He's gotten the single word it over. Exactly. You're going to get it. Literally. I, Jericho is so good. You nailed it. And I know you're a diehard Jericho holic. He's on my Mount Rushmore. Um, Mount, Mount Rushmore for SPD. And the guy had the, that's a, one of the biggest reasons why he just has an ability to get you to crack up, and he has the ability to get so much stuff over that just shouldn't get over. But he yeah. just because of how funny his delivery is and his willingness to be corny and just say things that we wouldn't say, yeah. he always tests those boundaries. I think Jericho killed it tonight. Um, and it's cool to see, you know, the inner circle versus pinnacle feud was a blood feud, and it was brutal, was it ever? and it was violent, and it was just absolutely. 
I mean, to me, one of the more one of the more like controversial feuds over the last the last year because of how violent it got at times. This one is one of those. It's just like a little. It feels a little like a breath of fresh air in that sense. It's a not the. Yeah. It's not this like we want to destroy your team and get you know all this. It, there's a little comedy in there. You know, all ego and Scorpio Sky have shown an yeah. ability to laugh at themselves. Um, I don't know. I, I enjoy this because it's not. It has a little bit more levity to it. Um, and that's not to say that I didn't like that feud between the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle, but I think this one has great. just a little, a lot more comedy to it, which is fun. It's needed on a show to break it up. Um, so I, I liked it. We're going to transition from your match of the night Ooh. to my match of the night. Um, this women's matchup between Hikaru Shida and Serena Deeb yep. was absolutely killer. Fantastic. Um, these two women, the pairing together, it works, dude. It just works. Agree. Um, Agree. I love, you know, Serena Deeb, a very no-nonsense competitor, has seem, seemingly brought out the fire in Hikaru Shida. Um, yep. That we needed. And that was much needed. I, I'm glad you said it. Um, it's it's made Shida feel more three-dimensional as a, as a personality Okay. On on television because it's added that extra layer to her. You could tell she's had enough, um, and and getting this big victory over a veteran like Serena Deeb. Although she was left lying afterwards. I mean, Deeb went. To town. Yeah, who's the true winner after tonight? Um, Deeb's chair shots after the, that match targeted on the knee. I know. Again, you talked about targeted offense. Deeb was just going after that knee against Sheeta. Absolutely brutal. Um, but, man, I felt like this was a match that set the bar quite high for all the matches going forward. It's a first-round match, guys. This could, have, this could and should have. This could have been a, a, a semifinals or even a finals. No one would have batted an eye if you right. said Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Sheeta for the finals. No one would have said anything. And I Sign thought this was up. a great example of something that you've been really – and, again, I've been on, been trying to push this women's division. I'm wearing my DMD shirt tonight for that very reason. I've been trying to push this women's division for oh, since this show has started. And mm -hmm. even I have to step back and say, SPD, you are right in, in this point. Um this division is so much deeper now than it ever yeah. has been. And this was a great example of what, of what I, what you can like of that very point. Um, the fact that this could stand alone as a one, as a first round match in a title tournament, and you have so many more intriguing, incredible matchups to look forward to going forward. Um, it speaks volumes to how far this division has come. Um, but I, I dude, I could go. I could take this whole segment just talking about this match, the targeted offense, the 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 oh. power of that Sheeta showed in this matchup, her striking, her knees, her tar her drop kicks were absolutely on fire, um, and and Deeb again, I I absolutely am hundred. She's one of my favorite wrestlers to watch in wrestling. Period, um, regardless of gender. Just she's how fantastic in the ring. She she has those. Ropes. She was rocking those Brett Hitman Hart gear that and Tony Schiavone and the commentary crew 
talked about that. And it was the comparisons to the Hitman don't just end at the pink and black gear. Um, you could tell she's got she's showing some Hitman vibes in the ring too, man. The sharpshooter, the, the, the shades the now figure four around the 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 ring post. I'd love it if she brushed out the shades. Yeah, that would be a good call. <laughs> I'll send her a pair. There you go. I like it. And put a little deep dynamite down the logo on the side. I like man, it. Man, th- this match leather jacket was fantastic. Th- this was a battle of two elite women, Holly wrestling, two elite women in wrestling, period. This was a chance for Sheeta to showcase her strength mm-hmm. uh and amazing in-ring skills, man. It was one of the more physical matches I've seen in the in the women's division in months, I feel like. And yeah. we always talk about you know Thunder Rosa being one of the more the you know more badasses and more physical and, and violent thing. And these two women for going toe to toe, I don't think I've seen a physical physical match uh, in my I can't I mean, think of them the it, last it, one. It dates back to the unsanctioned match between you know Britt and and Thunder True. Rosa. That could go back not to there's great matches between, but in terms of pure raw, pure physicality, beating, yeah, beating the crap out of each other and big move after big move, slam after slam, off the top after the top, hold after hold. Um, but yeah, Eve's I mean, work on saw... Sheeta in the corner. I mean, oh my god, man, it was just absolutely a clinic. I saw some people calling for it. I want AEW to post this full match. On, on their YouTube channel. I just want to be able to go back and watch it without commercials because these two were just – they. not only was it incredibly physical like you talked about, SPD, but it was just so smartly wrestled. And I know that's mm-hmm. that's some that's one of those – if you're watching a Serena D match, you can just do a pool string doll. That's one of the things that you notice every single time you watch Deeb wrestle. She's just such an incredibly gifted mind for the business – Right. And you pair her up with somebody like Sheeta, who's young and has that upside to right. really be. And I mean, again, I know she was an AEW women's champion and was one of the longest reigning champions in this company's history. So no disrespect when I say this, but it I don't think that Sheeta's tapped into her full potential yet. And I okay. think that if you if you pair her with a veteran like Deeb and you put her in a program long term, and it certainly feels like this has a long term vibe to it after what we saw post match. I hope so. Um, I think this is going to bring out the best of Hikaru Shida, man. I think this is going to be absolutely long term storytelling. I I think this is one of those feuds that you talked about. The women's division needs more feuds like this. Yeah to build the division, to build up stars, to get people more invested in characters yep. beyond just the DMD. And if you're not invested in what these two char- these two women did, I don't know what you were watching. This was as good of a match as you could ask for on television. These two women absolutely killed it. Loved it. Without a doubt, my top match of the night. And you're going to see later on tonight, top performer of the night came from this match too. I didn't know how to pick a winner between these two. I think we all won, and and afterwards, the heel deep is a character and someone that is going to be insanely fun to watch. It's going to be a lot, and she put on a level ten on Cheetah afterwards, going brutal. She's Cheetah was made her team. It was insane. Uh, I loved it, and I'm glad the refs came out and not another contender because that way that's going to keep. But another. Level 10 assaults 
We saw Dark Orders 10, oh, which dude. we just recently interviewed, who was two for two on the week. And, you know, come in, he had a, a win against QT Marshall on Monday, another win on Dark yesterday, and now he was against John Moxley on Wednesday. So he was looking for that clean sweep. Um, but, man, did Moxley come in with a vengeance, man? He looked, dude. he's looking bigger and he's looking more angry, you know, pissed off. And yeah, he, you know, talking with, you know, 10 in the interview, if you guys haven't checked it out um, last week. You know, Moxley, this is the second time he's gotten in the ring with him. The first time he broke his arm, you know, and it's a little yep. vengeance. You know, 10 is handpicked by Brody Lee, Mr. Brody Lee. Um, got an 11, 11 match winning streak. He's a role, man. And so, but Moxley came in physical. He was ripping the mask. He was biting him. Oh, that he it was really nasty. Busted open 10 on that ring post. Um, hopefully, he's, he's doing all right, but I, I feel cut a little short just because of the brutality of rush. you know we saw 10 start little offense and i was hoping the trade um the he came saw and he left you know as far and all i was say not getting paid by the hour yeah they're not getting paid by the minute um yeah i mean to me I called it before this this week, man. I tried to I tried to tell you guys, I tried to warn you. Moxley's giving me some major heel vibes. Um yeah. and this was an example, dude. Like 10 is way over with the crowd. 10 is way over with the fans. And if you didn't catch it when they cut to the DMD's promo um after this, you could hear 10 chants going on and from the crowd, you know, and I'm just gonna say, uh, what Moxley did, that. That what, what Moxley did was absolutely brutal. Um, he seems like he's on a warpath, dude. Like, this is a guy who, you know, if you follow his career, even dating back to his independent days before his time spent in the WWE, he's got a long track record of being a dude who kind of operates on the outside edges of what's what works and what's you know as far as what's kosher for a baby face to do. He's always kind of operated, you know, to the beat of his own drum. Um, the lunatic fringe, so to speak. And I'll be honest with you, man. He looks like he looks like a bad dude right now. And if he did this to 10, imagine what he's got in store for a guy like Orange Cassidy, who, I mean, I know OC just beat Hobbs, very controversial win in the first round, had a lot of people questioning that booking just because of Hobbs's the, the momentum that he's been having. That said, OC, very popular baby face. If this kind of Moxley comes into that match, if this if this version of John Moxley goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with Orange Cassidy, and if he just absolutely destroys Hobbs or destroys if Moxley destroys Orange Cassidy the way that he did to John Moxley, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of fans out there who are going to be questioning what, like, is John Moxley truly a babyface? I've been saying it from the get-go. I'm really concerned that, you know, not necessarily that it's a bad thing. I like what they're doing. I, I like it. I think that there's a lot to like about what they're doing with John Moxley. But this feels like a John Moxley that – is going is bound and determined to make it to the finals of this tournament. He said it in his promo. He's going to win it, um, and I'm not betting against him uh, in this one whatsoever. Um, I, I think that it, there's a lot to like about this. So, Sorry. Um, 
I don't know, man. I think Moxley is on a war path. I said it, dude. Him going if he brings this kind of intensity going against Orange Cassidy, it's gonna be a it's gonna be brutal. Um, I don't. I mean, ten is no pushover. Uh, no, Moxley's especially with willing his to recent bite record. You. Oh my God, Moxley's willing to bite you and scratch you, and I mean the the, the stuff that this dude's willing to do. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I mean, not if betting he against Mox. 10, Orange Cassidy. We're lucky to last 10 seconds. You know. I, yeah. I mean, that's the truth. Ben's offense and, is more much more physical than, than Orange and he's Cassidy's. And he's more physical. You know, that's the thing is, man, this is going to really test OC. There's no doubt about that. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be Orange Cassidy right now. No, thank you. Absolutely. I don't want to be anyone on that side of the bracket as well. So, whew. Man, so this is, you know, we're going to shift into one of the more compelling stories in AEW, in my opinion. And I know we've talked about it in, you know, great depth here at Dynamite Download uh, that, like, what's happening with Cody? And I know we, he has said on his show, Roads to the Top, and he said it here in the promo that he's never turning heel. He's never going to turn heel. As much, you know, he's not going to lean in. But, I mean, after this promo, how could you not like him? I mean, I mean, the crowd is shooting on him the again. crowd, talking uh, I, about his brother, his history. I was saying, don't forget who built the bank, but you know who signs the checks. I mean, everything he said to me was 100% babyface. And how could you not want to cheer for this guy after this? And I mean, we're Team Cody. And oh, I've, I've been Team Cody all along. And you I have don't been. want to see him turn heel. You know, you've been Team Cody all along. And, you know, we just pivoted from a, a conversation about John Moxley, a guy who is still getting the baby face crowd reactions, even though he's literally a wild thing biting someone in the head until they bleed. Um, <laughs> then you got a guy like Cody who comes out here in his pure class, takes the high road, acknowledges mm-hmm. the booze, but still like he still stays true to his character and his values. I mean, I'm with you. Um, I'm starting to get a little like, I know I'm the heel of this team. I'll give you that baby face shirt. Maybe Don't that's worry. why I like this so much because the crowd want the the we live in such a cynical the world right these days, and mm-hmm. I'm starting to see a lot of comments on Twitter talking about you know Cody, Boo, and all this stuff. And then there are other people who are questioning like, why is this happening? And Right. I'm glad that some people are, are are pointing out like why are you booing this guy? He's he's right. like he's genuinely a good guy. It's almost like they Agreed. want him. It's almost like the fans want him to turn around and spit on them and tell them that they that they all suck, and then they'd start to cheer him again. I don't I don't get it. And um, I'll be honest with you, I'm with you on Team Cody, man. I, I'm I'm a hundred percent behind you. I, I think that there's not enough guys like him who are willing to just take the heat and still be themselves and still stay true to their values. I mean, he's a family man. He's a good dude. I, I, if I were a fan, like, I don't know if I was, I have a kid coming on the way. I want them to root for Cody Rhodes. I want them to to look up to him. And I know that maybe that makes him controversial that he's just too good of a guy. I don't get it. I, I I don't get it. I, I'm not I'm, right. I'm not on board with the fans turning on him, and I'm glad that Cody is sticking true to his principles. And I'll say this: um, AW is very smart 
because Cody's been getting some controversial reactions. There's there are very few dudes in the business right now who can make the fans absolutely get on board with uh, with Cody Rhodes being the babyface. Quite like my guy, the best wrestler on the planet, Pac himself, the bastard. Um, Pac coming out, making a save, teaming up with Cody. You have these two guys going against Malachi and Andrade. Brother, inject that shit in. I'll give me a booster shot of that. I want, I want, sign me up. I'll get triple booster shots of, of Pac and Cody versus Malachi and Andrade. I want all that they can give me in this one. It doesn't get better. These four together. Um, and you link again, a chain together. This is four links in a chain that would never break. Amen, dude. And then you, amen. yeah, these four guys in the ring that we're going to get eventually, obviously reading between the lines, is absolutely incredible. I mean, we saw what we, everyone knows Pac and Andrade are two of them, the best in-ring performers, period. And I know how you, we know how you feel about Pac, the best wrestler oh, in the world. Bro. But it's Amen. no secret that everyone we talk to in our interviews, they mention Pac. They do. Every I mean, single, even, like, pretty he, much every wrestler Ethan, that we've Ethan interviewed. Page, you know, was jealous of Pac. And I mean, how could you not? The guy looks incredible. The stuff he can do is, is no one should be flawless. able to do, but he does it. Yep. His wrestling is flawless. Yeah, I mean, and he's as he's as seamless of an in-ring. And the, the, what I like about this a lot too, SPD, is you got a guy like Pac and you got a guy like Andrade. Two guys who are just very fluid and seamless in the ring. And we've seen Andrade one and two Matt, those matches just absolutely murder it yeah. in the ring, right? But then you also got two two guys on the op on the each opposing end that also know the the showmanship of wrestling and not to say right. that Andrade and Pac aren't great at that because I think that Pac is underrated when it comes to his promo work. I think Andrade tonight coming out, no one cutting a promo for him. He had the stick himself. Him yeah. being able to come out and cut a good promo um, was, was fantastic. Not, not that aside, Cody and Malachi, these are two guys who just get it. They get the yeah. showmanship. They get the pomp, the circumstance. They know how to play off of the emotions of the crowd. Um, you throw all these things into one pot, you have one just absolutely killer bowl of chili for a wrestling fan. I, it doesn't get better. Bowl um, of chili, all right. You, dude, I'm telling you, all the all the good ingredients, you're going to have fall. This is as good as it gets for fall um, wrestling right now. These guys are absolutely – and I love that – Yes, like and I told you last week, you you and I were arguing about it, Cody and Malachi, whether or not that feud was over with. It's very clear that feud is not done, and yeah, that makes I me a very happy guy. I'm so happy that feud's not over with because it, it it's working. Why it end it here? Why end it here? I think that True. they both are working so well off of each other. And we saw a great promo by Malachi Black earlier in the show. Uh, you know, and so if when and if we get when we get this tag team match, hopefully at full gear, which full gear is already becoming such a stacked show, uh, man, it, it will be a show stealing moment. I mean, anytime you get Pac in the ring and you have someone, you know, almost holding their ground and equal with Andrade, you're going to get show stealing moments for sure. Whew, man, it's exciting. It's an exciting story. I, I hope that Pac can really help people open their eyes to the nightmare family and, and Cody's Cody greatness. Rhodes. So uh, 
main event was controversial full main of, event. Full of shenanigans, full yes. of you know, costumes. We saw the Dark Order go toe-to-toe with the elite uh AEW's home team in the Dark Order. And, you know, the non-traditional, you know, Johnny Hungy didn't have his tag team partner in there. You know, we saw Cole Cabana getting lots of pops dressed as, uh, you know, the associate stooge, Brandon Cutler with the cold spray. Uh, so um, this match, to me, all the comedy aside, I love the wrestling parts about it. And I was was cracking up a lot of parts with the Halloween costumes, the Ghostbusters. The theme song was fantastic. Johnny Hungy was getting over. Um it might have been pushed a little too far, but it still worked for me. Um, I really enjoyed it. And the ultimate payoff at the end, you know, with with Hangman hiding under the Ghostbuster costume as well. So uh, we got the to go home happy. Stay puffed beer. marshmallow, man. Yeah, yeah, that was that was funny. But man, Dark Order, once again, is just proving time and time again how amazing they are as a team, how well they click as a team. I mean, all four guys were just incredible. The crowd was so over for them. The Johnny Hungy chants. Uh, they are they are putting on some great matches. I hope that they continue can continue this momentum and be featured more and more on uh, Dynamite and Rampage because they deserve it. The crowd loves them. The that Johnny Hungy chant was going going wild and strong. Uh, he was going absolute tears. Everyone was over for Dark Order. I mean, yeah. I don't say it's not it's not easy to because even though you are against the the number one you know top heels, but you know everyone was eating up Uno, Stu, Colt, Hungy. You know everyone was eating it up, man. It was great, and it was. I liked the the comedy aspect to a sense, and they it played into the match. But near the end, it was getting pretty chaotic. But we were all happy. Chaos aside, the proton packs. The proton packs played a major role in this match, and Jr. looked like he like you could just tell in Jr.'s voice he was cringing, like with the comedy that was going on in the ring. And it wasn't for everybody, you know. This was not the this the thing that was a bummer to me was if you take the Bambi costumes off and you take yeah the, you know all the, the silliness aside, the match itself was awesome. I yeah. think a lot of people are going to be distracted, and, the, and I can only imagine what Jim Cornette's going to have to say about this. Um, but there, there, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be critical about this match because of the silliness. But there, like, there really wasn't as much silliness other than just the visual of a guy wrestling in a, you know, in a Ghostbusters costume. Sure. Or you know, there, I thought that the match was actually fast-paced, hard-hitting. Um, you know, there were a lot of great spots that were, that worked. It just was odd for me that I felt like this could have been a good show opener. I don't know. I felt like this could have been one of those, like kind of get some laughs and get some humor in, but I feel like the women's match was just pure technical greatness that, that maybe that's just me. Um, everybody has different tastes, uh, sure. but I thought you I thought that the, the entrance, uh, the entrances alone were epic. Um, the Ghostbusters entrance, as a kid who grew up in the '80s, um, I loved the Ghostbusters entrance by the Elite. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Mikey Ruckus tweeted about what like trying to create a Ghostbusters theme while driving and trying to trans like trans get to the arena. Yeah. Um, a lot of skill there. Awesome entrance. 
And as a hangman Adam Page, you look like hangman Adam Page, honestly, with the hair um, and the beer in your hand. Uh, as a and the people who love themselves some hangman had to love this because he got he got the last laugh on the elite as a as a group that has constantly used the numbers game to their advantage and constantly sure. felt like they are outsmarting their opponents. It was pretty cool to see Hangman again get get the one upper on them. I thought that was the to, to send the fans home with that cowboy shit. It That's worked. That's right. It would have been a perfect show to go to because you have CM Punk opening the show and then you have Hangman Adam Page closing the show. I mean, what better way? And then the roller coaster emotions, everything in between. Yeah, what a dynamite. And the road to full gear is not slowing down anytime soon. And on Rampage, we got Eddie Kingston versus Brian Daniels. And we got Dante and Sidell going, you know, for the third time, which mm. they put on incredible matches. And we got the DMD versus Abaddon in a, in a, yeah. in a DQ Halloween Havoc match, essentially. And on Dynamite, they've already announced Cody versus Andrade, Anna versus Jamie Hayter, and Mox versus OC. And, you know, that's just, just, just the taste on dynamite you want to taste uh, so we're going to see about three more matches for that is sure but uh, as we're winding things down you know top performers of the night it, it comes to no surprise here if you were listening to our show my match of the night sammy guevara and versus ethan page so sammy is my top performer your match of the night Sheeta versus deeb and Sheeta is your top performer so clearly we're giving credit where credit is due man incredible stuff sammy guevara putting on show stealing moments Sheeta back in action on Dynamite on TV, uh, showing where she belongs and, yep. and making that statement, man. Does did she ever? Yeah, man. I mean, I I think that you and I both picked up some of the the top performers of the night for a reason. Um, Sammy defending his TNT Championship in in a great matchup of two young superstars with yep. huge ceilings. Um, and for me, Sheeta getting the fiftieth win of her career. Finally yeah. getting that revenge against Deeb. Um, honestly, I, I struggled really hard picking between Sheeta and Deeb. I felt <laughs> both both of those performers were absolutely incredible in that match. And if, if you missed my take on that match, go back and check that out because this that was to me that set the bar quite high for the women's tournament going forward. Man, that the, the women in the next round. Better step their game up because she Sheeta versus Deeb, man, they absolutely killed it in the ring tonight. Couldn't agree more, man. I think we're all happy and we all won tonight because uh AEW put on quite the show and quite the product. We're gonna wrap things up for this episode of Dynamite Download, episode 57. Thank you guys all for joining us. It's always great to hear you in the chat. If you're watching later, we appreciate the support. You know where to find us. We'll be back on Friday night for Rampage Rundown. Everyone, happy hump day. Dynamite's back on its rightful place on Wednesday nights. Oh, does it feel good to be home? It does feel great. And thank you, guys. And enjoy the rest of your week, baby. Who are you going to?